Welcome to Herbal Explorations, a podcast hosted by Wilson Lau of New Herbs. Each week, we speak to leading experts about what's happening in the herbal industry. Hi, I'm Suzanne Shelton, and I'm here today with Wilson Lau, the president of New Herbs, premier Chinese herb supplier. And we're going to talk about alternative delivery systems and how hard it is to get a therapeutic dose in one. Um, so, Wilson, this... I've been thinking about this so much ever since I read in NBJ that in 2001, gummy sales went up 74%, even more. It's like 74.8 or something, a lot. And (laughs) I mean, it's insane. And it's become the preferred format for a lot of consumers. And I even hear just in my life, people talking more and more about how, you know, they get their supplements and some meds. Well, it's Illinois, so it's legal here, um, via gummies. And my impression has always been that you can't put a lot of material in a gummy. So I'm wondering, does this mean most people are not getting what we would call a therapeutic dose in these gummies? Well, you got a great mind there. And uh, (laughs) I would agree with you that, you know, there is a loading load factor of a gummy which will limit its appropriate usage for certain for a large classification of supplements because supplements tend to need a higher dosing dosage so we usually like you know traditionally one tablet one capsule would be considered a low dosage format or low dose rate, not low dose format, but low dose already. In some cases, you're taking a couple of capsules or tablets. So to be able to cram that into one or even several gummies, it may be hard. Because what we have to realize that unlike a two-piece capsule, where you only have a very thin membrane and you have a lot of room to load, for a gummy, you need everything to make that gummy. So you need gelatin, you need sugars or, you know, flavors, flavors, colors. And that takes up a portion of that gummy. So that only leaves roughly a third of the gummy left for other things. And, you know, you can take multiple gummies, right? But then it's just it's a problem of getting to an efficacious dose would be saying you might have to take a handful of gummies instead of one or two. For some things that are low dosage like melatonin, where you may need five, three, somewhere between one to five milligrams, depending on how much you want to get. You can get that in one gummy pretty easily. Um, something maybe a little bigger, like CBD, you might need one or two gummies, depending on your strength specifications. But also you have to remember that whatever you're doing has to also taste good. So the more bitter you, the herb or botanical you're trying to put in the gummy, probably less of it you could put per gummy because otherwise you'll just have um, a very bitter gummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, one of the things that we under New Herbs, under our bespoke extract programs has, have, has works on is making ingredients and extracts specific for our brand's use, whether it be in a gummy or other low dosage formats. Because I think the key really is that okay, how do you keep it tasting good but increase the strength of the ingredient so you can take less gummies or less of something? So, for example, we'll go to our Hello Dream Sleep Strip, 
when we put we condense basically three grams or two grams into 30 milligrams so it's one of those things that is possible but it's not possible for everything right okay so and i know for, i know that those work because i'm a i'm a fan of your sleep strips so uh, there then are i'm sure it won't work for everything but it does make sense that we want to give the consumers the benefits they're looking for when they buy a dietary supplement product. Otherwise, you know, why would they buy it again? Mm -hmm. Um, This is a technical problem then. So are there specific popular ingredients that are just not gummy compatible, no matter what in people's minds that can actually be made compatible? Like are there ways to, I think most botanicals, you know, using a stock specification, especially when it comes to whole herbalism, probably is not suitable for botanical as of today. But through degree ingredient development, you can for a gummy, right? So you can make it more concentrated um, while trying to, you know, and knowing that it still tastes relatively good, right? So if someone said, hey, I want to make a coptis special ingredient for gummies, I'd be like, Technically, we can make it probably, most likely technically we're making green, but it won't perform in a way that's susceptible to a marketplace because it'll be so bitter that no one would buy it. <laughs> so we could fit it in a gummy or two, but not it won't be palatable. And we don't have those issues of taste and flavor when it comes to capsules and tablets, which are, which we're all familiar with. But as we look into alternative delivery formats, each of those alternative delivery formats has their own unique problems and challenges and also benefits, right? It's, you know, if you look at a gummy versus like a drink versus a bar versus Mm -hmm. something else, they all have different issues um, and benefits. And you have to know the system and the manufacturing process to sort of understand what a traditional ingredient that was designed for a tablet or capsule would have in that delivery system. For example, um, in drinks, if you need to do flask pasteurization and bring it to a high degree of heat, um, it may destroy the phytoactives in in your product. So you might put enough in it and it might be perfectly fine before it's been pasteurized, but if you pasteurize it, it might quickly degrade that phytoactive so that it destroys the efficacy of it as you like to point as you pointed out yeah we don't want that yeah we definitely don't want that all right so if i'm just fascinated by the technical aspects of this so if you've got some herbs that they they would just be too bitter or the the flavor profile if they're if you were to ultra concentrate them you know as Mm -hmm. you do with your bespoke things bespoke extracts um it just would not work because it wouldn't be palatable because you can't fit enough masking flavors in there. But I'm assuming there are others because there's a lot of herbs that, that, you know, taste pretty darn good Mm -hmm. or, you know, or, you know, if you've been using herbs as long as both you and I have, there's things that the first time we tasted them were awful, but now they're like, Oh good Valerian. I'm going to be able to sleep now or whatever. Um, So what, what about that? What about, so there are some botanicals that you can do this with. No, there's a lot of botanicals that you can do, right? And I think the key is finding an expert, right? That is not only technically can do the work, but also knows the herbs and profile in the marketplace to say, 
you know, this would be a great herb, that would not be a good herb <laughs> to right. do. And sense. I think that's where we bring our expertise in as herbal uh, herbal specialists is that we understand, you know, what the herbs would do, what they taste like, okay. um, what they smell like, and any of those problems that um, would come, that could come about um, and sort of bring them to the forefront in the beginning of that custom process, right? Because you're, you're investing time and effort to do something and uh, we want to increase the chance of success at the highest rate possible. So I think, you know, we, for example, I'll give you an uh, example is like, if you want to do something like a gummy, right? Do you need to go into extract format or can you get a liquid format that is tastes good and be able to deliver it and you could use it as a flavor and color in the gummy and then supplement it with something else. You know, there's a lot of different ways to slice it, right? Um, and I think it's, you know, you have to understand the systems <laughs> and right. the, the matrices that you're using and going into and understanding how do you, what is efficacy and how do you get to efficacy and how it's measured. So I think the key really is knowing the alternative delivery format from a technical perspective, right? Then knowing the herbs and the herbal side from a technical perspective, and then knowing the organoleptic to match the market side of things. So it's really a complex multiple layer uh, matrix that we're working with. Got it. So you don't make the gummies, but you make the gummies effective. Yeah. Right. Got it. No, it, that, that's, that's really fascinating that there's, that they can be made I mean, because I, I always worry about consumers not getting what they what they expect when they buy our products, and and it's just fascinating to think about, you know, that you can actually guide people through the process of making, you know, a, an effective amount in a gummy. Um, yeah, what about I, other? What about other like candy takeoff formulas? What about? Will there ever be like hard candy supplements? Yeah, I think so. Anything that's ingestible that is not a part of a caloric part of your diet is supposed to be able to be a delivery system, right? So yeah. if it's a meal, right, if you want them to eat a frozen TV meal, or this, for example, was a horrible example because no one in our industry likes frozen and TV meals, but, you know, it is, it is a possibility and that wouldn't be a supplement, but a hard candy, a soft candy, yeah. I know other types of confectionaries, um, baked goods could even be it. If it was a small baked good, it wasn't meant to be for nutrition, right? If I think about like little treats um, that might be small enough that it doesn't really impact your caloric intake. Um, so I think there's a lot of different ways to do it. And beverages, right, was very hot a couple of years ago, right? Every, okay. It seems like we have a full a cooler full now of functional drinks at uh, the, uh, at the grocery store. So, yeah. I think, you know, each of these new delivery formats has their own issues. And I think what we need to think about as an industry, especially as people are looking past capsules and tablets, is most of the ingredients developed for supplements was developed for that format. And it may not be suitable for the format that you want to replace capsules and tablets with. Right. So you need to work with experts like you who can make it fit in a new format, who know how to, to 
move the material around. But I mean, think about dog treats. All of their supplements are in treat form. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, the animal market is one of the one of the up and coming markets is booming, right? You know, it's growing by multiples per year, right? It's just amazing how much money people are willing to spend on their pets. Oh, they're really are family members. <laughs> My Chihuahua has a cardiologist. Let's talk about how much money people will spend on their pets. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, one of the things that we're working on a new uh, joint health ingredient and we're going to have the secret um, pre-launch, but, you know, we have, we have a way, we're, we have a way to get it into pet treat as well. So I think understanding the matrix, the ingredient matrix is very important to know if it's suitable for something or not. Um, because a lot of these pet treats with on the dog side of things and cat side, the pet side of things is that they're cooked treats. So they actually have protein and other things in it and it requires it to be cooked. And it's not like a treat like we think about it, right? That's true. <laughs> so heat is very essential part of the process. And heat is almost the enemy <laughs> of a lot of our ingredients in the um nutraceutical industry and botanical industry heat destroys <laughs> right 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 unless yeah um with few exceptions like some of the yeah. sh shelf stable um probiotics can survive but that they're the exception rather than the rule well all right so i am looking forward to as your customers continue to come to you to solve these delivery format problems i'm looking forward to hearing about the the other solutions that you've uh, that you've created for them. Yeah, I think you know one of the things that if I know you're going to supply side west, and I um, can't wait to give you a brownie and a cupcake to try with uh, ing different ingredients in it. So you know it's it's going to be you know the imagination is is you know I think what we do well is when we work with a partner who has a great product brief and they understand that currently what's on the marketplace may not be suitable to make that product. And how do we overcome that hurdle? That's when we really shine is understanding what the customer wants to do and how to help them as a team get there. Well, that's fascinating, that level of innovation. And I look forward to continuing this conversation. Yes, I look forward to it as well. And remember, stop by for those treats. Oh, I definitely will. Thanks so much, Wilson. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the business of herbs and botanicals, visit newherbs.com. To keep listening to great episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, or Spotify, and make sure to give us a rating, too. 